truth. I had this crazy dream about some folks who love this country who all began to dream the same dream. Okay, folks, welcome back. I hope that everybody's still here. I just got a update from Maggie Rose, and she's been on the road for six hours and gone four miles trying to go to the hospital. So oh, hopefully, she's, I know, hopefully she's not that bad. We're talking with Don Powers. He was gracious enough to come on the radio today and talk about several things. And what we were just talking about was his meeting with Mike Johnson. So, Don, if you want to take it over from there. Yeah, so um, we didn't get much much time with him. I put a few pictures up on one of the uh, media, uh, social media, about the only one I participated in. Actually, I'm on a Telegram couple Telegram channels, but um, uh, it was real brief because he had there was a vote going on in the floor. But uh, so we we had like three minutes with him or so. But we we, we just chatted briefly, introduction, <laughs> and um, you know, and then we had a chance to pray with him, and we prayed for his uh, strength, oh, prayed for guidance, and. Um, and uh, discernment, right? In, in this yes. time, yes. and then uh, I joked with him a little bit. I said, "I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned. I just got one concern, Mike. Uh, you know, and that is whether you're really the right guy for the job. Because I mean, you've had four terms now as a senator, and you haven't figured out. You know, you still live paycheck to paycheck. You haven't quite figured out how to uh, make make yourself a millionaire yet. So, <laughs> from being <laughs> well, hopefully, you know. <laughs> well, you know that's funny because I. I I, I used to spout this all the time that our last governor, Crazy Kate, was worth two hundred million dollars when she left office. How do you do that on her salary? Because I figured I did the math; it would have took like fourteen hundred seventy-five years to save that money on her salary if she didn't have to pay taxes or rent or food or anything. So, yeah, I don't know how these people do this. I have a I have a suspicion that it ain't legal. <laughs> but no, did Mike Johnson talk anything about impeachment? No, it was uh, it, at that moment. It was real brief. Like I said, he was leaving to go to a, go to a um, oh okay to a vote. So we actually got to go sit and and watch the vote take place. It was, at that point, all the debate had been done on the floor, so it was just the up or down uh, vote. Yeah. But my wife and I were sitting up in the galley there and and got to kind of watch that, and and uh, that was pretty pretty funny. It, it was interesting because they they're all just sit around and babble and talk. It's like you know, like like a, a classroom before the bell rings to sit down. You know, and it was just right. act talking and babbling and talking and then all of a sudden it's like you know 15 minutes clack and and you don't even know what they're voting on they give the title of it up on a screen and you glance at the title and unless you knew what that was you don't know and then they sit there and talk for a little while and then he says you know like five minutes and then they'll hand each other their little voting card they slide it on the little slider behind the pew push green or push red you know whatever they you know whatever they're asked to do and they and then they do their vote but um we spent some time there we spoke with uh for a fair amount of time with um oregon uh, congresswoman Lori chavez dreamer from uh congressional district five uh, she was gracious enough to you know uh, bring us up to her office we sat and t- talked with her for a good 45 minutes or, or better um had a, had a couple other really good um congress meetings with some congressmen um so, and talked about, I mean, my primary thing, I, I guess I, I talked about our elections some. Um, people thought that that would be like my p- number one priority thing. Um, but I just felt like there, 
um, I really just kept talking about the, the hostages. I just, I just, my heart is there. I'm disgusted by what's been allowed to happen, and they are just simply not doing enough about it. So when Mike Johnson announced that he was going to release the footage, I was, you know, thrilled. And I know a lot of people are upset with him because he hasn't, you know, released all of it when he said that right. he would. Right. And um, my only understanding from that is, you know, what he has said, which is, look, there's a lot of people being arrested for having been present. At that at the, that event, and we are what we're doing is we're blurring we're taking the time to blur their faces because mm-hmm. we don't want them to be we don't want them to be targeted. So that's what he said as to why he's uh, taking more time, uh, you know, more caution in releasing it. So if that's the truth, which I don't have much reason to to think it isn't. I mean, the, the man's a, I think that he is a good Christian man. I don't think he's corruptible. He still does live paycheck to paycheck. Um, he is a you know a, a constitutional attorney, and uh, has won some very important cases and fought some very important cases um, in the past. So yeah, I just yeah. think I think that he's being unfairly attacked because there's more things there's more to it sometimes than what sits on the on the surface. But but I, I don't pretend to know either. So uh, right now I, I'm just going to have a little more faith in him than some people are having, and. Um, and hopefully that you know that he is as good a man as I, as I think he is, and that we'll get to the bottom of it. So, you know, I spent some times in my youth in Baltimore, which was a, just a scum hole. <clears throat> I didn't have any choice, <laughs> and not very far from Washington D.C. is isn't Washington D.C. kind of ghettoish pretty much everywhere except for downtown, or am I yes. getting that wrong? Yeah. No, I- yeah, it's pretty rough. I believe it's more dangerous there than Illinois. That's why I won't go anymore because if I can't carry my gun, I don't feel free and I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> so did you get to meet Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, didn't didn't get to no. meet that plug. Um, I mean, uh, boy, she's she's uh, full of spit and vinegar, ain't she? She is. She <laughs> is. But at least she has the balls to fight, you know. No question. Hey, no question. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a critique. That was a compliment. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah. saw saw the. I don't know if you saw, but Eric Eric Parker was there the other day when Joe Biden's son Hunter was supposed to, supposed to be interviewed in front of Congress, and Marjorie Taylor oh. Greene got up to ask questions. He walked out, and you saw that Eric Parker started asking him if he liked this. Does he like his to smoke his meth or shoot it in his veins <laughs> or crack? I guess. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, that whole situation. There's another great example of, of the, you know, come on. You're telling me that three years later they're arresting, they're still arresting people who are in, you know, present at the at the at the Capitol on that January sixth, and you can't, and the FBI can't tell you who left a bag of coke in the freaking White House. Right. Well, three years later, there are people who haven't even been to court yet. Oh, yeah. three, how does that not violate the Eighth Amendment? I mean, they rationalize the hell out of. Uh, do they not know what a speedy trial is? A lot of them don't even have charges against them. No speedy trial, and you're supposed to be allowed to face your accuser. Well, who exactly is their accuser? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the federal government is their accuser. This is a travesty, travesty, folks. What happened on J six and and the well, you put that together with the overrun of the border and. And an idiot for a president, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised we're still a nation, honestly. How, how is it, for example, I mean, I, I see somebody drive by and they still have their Biden-Harris sticker on their car. I mean, really? You I, haven't told them because... What the heck is wrong with people? I mean, <laughs> like, no, truly, this woman, 
that woman, uh, and I used I, not to insult women because women are wonderful, but I don't know if I want to put her in that category. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's look at where she came from. She came from San Francisco. She was. I don't know what words I can use here, but she was basically, um, you know, an individual who gets paid for certain services. Um, and she was, she was, you know, a concubine of Willie, uh, uh, the, the mayor of San Francisco, who was married at the time. She was known to hang out with, with you know, and be the, you know, the, the, the arm candy, if you will. I mean, look, she's an unattractive person, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk somebody's who are we talking appearance. About? But who are we talking about? The cackling one. <laughs> oh, I, I still I'm lost, man. Yeah, you're going to make me say Kamala. Oh, Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah, I mean, so okay, I got to say bone. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like you know, you see people with the with with the you know Biden Harris bumper sticker, and 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 people like trying to support this woman, and like do you like how in the hell does our, does this happen in our country that this mm-hmm. woman who was just a, a little. <clears throat> Tramp, if you will, in, in, in San Francisco. I, I'm really struggling with the right word here. If we were in person, you know what words I'd choose. But, um, <laughs> but you know, and, and she was, you know, with the, the mayor of San Francisco, and she was banging him, and he was a married guy, and she was she yeah. was just, you know, she was just, right? And all of a sudden, she, she moves up and gets a job in, with the state, and now she's the vice president of our country? Yeah, and she's not, she, and by the way, she's not eligible. <laughs> no, I wonder. Oh, I can't. I can't push that home. She wasn't eligible to be the state senator. No. As far as I'm concerned, she's not even a citizen. And, and Vivek and, is not eligible, and neither is Nikki Haley. No, Nikki Haley's not. Neither is Ramaswamy. Or how, how do you pronounce that? I hope I pronounced that right. But First name's easier. I call him. This Vivek. is what scares the. Uh, it doesn't scare me. I don't get scared. But this is what you know bothers me about the impeachment. Of course the guy deserves to be impeached, but it's going to be no different. The only reason Kamala was put in there, they needed somebody to control, just like O'Biden. You don't think he's running the country, do you? <laughs> I don't think oh. so. He can't even he can't even go to the bathroom on his own. I don't know who ties his shoelaces. This Did guy. You, see the, you see just the other day, there was a new video of him. They were at a bicycle shop, and mm. he was he, he looked like – a zombie. I mean, the man was could barely take his like little shuffle steps, and they were like having to direct him as if he was just like he was like he was lost, like he wasn't in his own mind. And then there was this young girl sitting at the table and, and at like a desk or something, and he leans o- towards her. And I, it's hard to tell nowadays with, with video because there's so many things. But it sounds like he says, "I wanted to smell your hair." And, she just, <laughs> and, and, and so she leans away, and you can see her just like pull back and lean and like kind of turn around and look at him, but she's leaning away from him as quick, you know, like, like dude, yeah. creepy, weird, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he looked, it was weird. I'm like, what is wrong? And then people like, they say, Oh, his the approval ratings down. It's only 36%. Who are they? Who are the 36% who would still vote for this ticket? What is wrong with them? How can you possibly look at the state of our country, the state of the world? When, when Trump was in, we had unemployment, Right at the lowest, especially uh, minority unemployment. So black unemployment, female unemployment, you know, et cetera. At the lowest it had been in decades, right? Mm-hmm. Rec- record low levels of unemployment. We had we were energy independent. We had no new wars. In fact, they had signed 
three new peace accords out of the Middle East. I mean, and and immediately what happens? As soon as the the, 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 the this illegitimate regime takes over, um, we cut that, we shut down pipelines. We're getting into wars. Um, we're at massive inflation. We've got. I mean, it's it's destroying our country. We're losing our Gover- our liberties. Governments weaponized against us. Our borders just imploded. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Everything yeah, on they can do they, to destroy us. And now, Obozo or Biden, excuse me has pledged to get rid of methane, which is a byproduct of natural gas, which produces 60% of our energy. So we can have rolling blackouts all over the country, just like California. <laughs> and, so I have two, I have two brothers. In fact, uh, like my, my mother moved us to uh, Northern California from, from Massachusetts when I was like uh, seventh grade or something. And um, so I've got two brothers that still live there Actually, one of them just moved to Costa Rica with his family for two years, just as a just a cut, just because. Um, but the other one, uh, but that one actually moved to Costa Rica. He has a, a Tesla, right? And, and last year he we were talking, and we brothers, boy, we, we treat each other like brothers. Right? We really badger each other, and, and you know we're, we're pretty um, we'll give it to one another pretty good. But my brother Brian, who's got the, the Tesla, we give him a bad time. And uh, I said, uh, Brian, how's that Tesla treating you? You know, and he says, he goes, Oh man. The governor just had a, an announcement, and they were asking everybody who had electric cars to not charge their cars today because we're having rolling brownouts. <laughs> like, you, my God, people are just like so dumb. And you know what, man? I, I read this study that. Well, it wasn't a study. It was this guy. Dove, I forget who the guy was. Now it was a great article. He dove dove in. He tried to figure out if leftism seeks insanity or if insanity seeks leftism <laughs> but they're insane you can't, he turned out they were they were basically insane yeah no they are, they are i mean you think about it everything they want to do hurts hurts our country everything they want to do hurts our children and mm-hmm. destroys our country we we can't allow this we can't and the thing is they got the congress got like 11% approval rating and they get elected reelected at 98% what is going on with the people so, I don't know, man. But I wanted to talk. I do. I would like to bring up that the Oregon Supreme Court has said that Trump will be on the ballot, and yes, so, so do several other states. So I think you know we're going to get good things happening. Hopefully, it's for now, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this even a choice? He's he hasn't been accused. I mean, he hasn't been convicted of any crimes that I know of. No, and he was the president of the United States. He's done nothing wrong. And, you know, he's, he's going to, obviously these, these cases he's on now are trumped up, trumped up, no pun intended fantasies or well, pun intended. And how, I don't know how these people can get away with it because, you know, everybody can see through them. Even Democrats are, I, I believe even a lot of Democrats are going to vote for Trump now. And you have all these black and Latino bands that are now writing songs about him and telling everybody to vote for Trump. So uh, this could be the biggest sweep in history. What do you think? Again. 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse my language. Trump wins for the third time. Yeah. No, it's so um, I can feel, I can feel the winds of change coming. I mean, I, I'm very hopeful for it. I I tell you, I I feel like if we don't, if we don't get it done this time, I, I don't know if we can come back from this, you know, I don't know if we can come back from this. They are so entrenched. I mean, right now you've got these, you know, these really 
no other you know word for it but this this corrupt communist infiltration that controls pretty much every level lever of power right. in our country you know from the education to the legislation to um to uh the judiciary right <clears throat> to right. The, the central bank right i mean to the federal reserve etc i mean they, they control every lever of power and look what they've done to our military embarrassing I I know. Embarrassing. As a veteran, it, it, it pisses me off. I, I yeah, I couldn't imagine how you must feel. I mean, I, I, I would I, beg, I would beg my children. My son did serve in the army, but during Afghanistan, he went to Afghanistan. But you know, I've had I have had family in the military since this, you know, the late 1600s, and every war this country's ever fought. That meant anything. I've had a family member, and, and they they fought for the Bill of Rights. They didn't invite to, you know, we don't elect kings, and these people think they're kings, and I'm sick and tired of it. But we need enough people to stand up, and I do think it'll happen. But I think it'll happen late because that's the way it always seems to happen in history. <clears throat> people people don't realize what's going on until it affects them, or they don't care well, until it affects them. Well, that's the crazy part. I literally had a conversation last week with this lady, and I mentioned that this. January 6th, and she didn't know what I was talking about. So I said, you know, back in 2020, when January 6th, when President Trump was um, had that huge rally, and the people came to the Capitol, and there's, you know, million people plus came, you know, to, to and then there was the whole, um, you know, with the Capitol Police, and the, you know, the people went into the, into the Capitol building and and gotten you know a lot of people got in trouble for it. People were arrested. It was just a real chaotic scene. She's like, no idea what I was talking about. None. Like, wow. Just wow. <laughs> How can you not know anything about this? Zero, right? Um, it just shows there's a whole chunk of people that just they don't want to. They have they look. The left has done a great job of of making everybody hate um, Trump so badly that they don't care about issues. All they know is I don't care. I effing hate Trump, right? And that's all they care about. So they're voting on that issue and that issue alone. It's like I don't like Trump, and it doesn't matter. I'm not voting that way, you know. And it's it's disgusting because you can't sit there and, and have the talk the facts with them, right? I mean, facts don't seem to matter. It's 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 because like from a psychological standpoint, emotions are stronger than facts, right? So it's really hard to have a conversation with somebody who's emotional about it. Yeah. Because they, they, they can't be factual, right? You try to talk to them from a factual standpoint, and they're just completely unable to to connect those dots. They just can't make that connection. And 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 uh, I saw, um, you know, I've I've done this a couple times to somebody who who talked about you know being you know trans or whatever. And I said, you know, and I and I saw it somewhere. It wasn't like my own personal like you know, brilliant idea, but I liked I liked it, so I use it. And I just said to this person, I said, um, I I asked her how old she was, and she, she says, well, I'm you know I'm 26. I said, oh, why aren't you 28? Oh, because, <laughs> I'm, because I'm 26. I'm like, yeah, but why aren't you 28? And she's uh, in, uh, incapable. And the people around me understood what I was saying, you know, uh, right? But it's like, yeah. well, because yeah. I'm 20. Yeah, because I'm 26. I'm like, right. <laughs> she's just looking at me with no ability whatsoever to connect the 
like to make that connection, just zero cognitive reason. Why, <laughs> why, not, go to 60, why not just go to 65 and just start collecting retirement? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Can I get my AARP discount, please? Um, just, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating. So I, I've gotten to the point where I don't really spend much time talking to, to, to people that are not um, – uh, that are not persuadable, you know. Um, They're not, and the left is not persuadable. They, they, a man convinced of against his will is of the same opinion. Still, you, you, yeah. you know, I'll tell you something that Kevin Sterrett told me a long time ago, and I, to this day, I still think it's the best piece of advice I ever got for fighting for liberty. I was I was so frustrated because I did all this study and I argued and I I proved all my points and this leftist. Eh, I don't believe that. <laughs> and I said, Kevin, they're they're idiots. They're morons. And he goes, hey, look, Chris, he says, you're never going to convince them. He said, your job is not to convince them. It's to stand in their way. And since then, that's what I've been doing. And mm-hmm. I feel I'm much happier. <laughs> right. Right. That's that's yes. That's why I know we can't get out of this thing without a revolution, because the other side is they are they are mentally insane. They are set set on their thinking and they've been brainwashed and indoctrinated and you you won't be able to change them nope yeah and there's no sense in trying to so the best yeah well well i mean and they think that they're going to be some part of some big world order when this is all over but they're not they're going to get murdered just like the brown shirts and the black shirts yeah it's it's what yeah exactly it's like what do they think happens in the in the end right so so, don we got a guy (laughs) we got a guy named chance calling in Mm -hmm. uh so, yeah, go ahead and we'll take that call. Yeah, I'm not hello, sure. Guys. Hey, how you doing, hello. Chance? Who you want okay. to talk to? There's a couple. Of, well, it's going to be a little bit of a negative call, but uh, one of you guys mentioned your son or brother bought a, a Tesla. Yes. Yeah, now that's an electric car. That's an electric yes. car, right? Exactly. With all that informa- bad negative information up there about these electric cars, why would anybody buy one? Again, that's a great question because it's, you know, because it's like everybody's buying one, right? Because it's we're like receiving glor- the It's like a glorified golf cart. They don't start in the wintertime because of the cold. They have a hard time juicing them up. They burst into flames. My God, the list goes on and on. Well, when the, when the when the governor of California asked you not to charge your cars today because they haven't ruined brownouts, <laughs> I oh, mean, God. right? I mean, look, the other thing that people don't realize, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to do this, and doggone it, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write, I'm going to get some cards made up, you know, just like you know, like a business card size, and I'm going to mention on there whenever I, I'm going to put on there what happens when you to, to get to a battery, you know, I want to show. So, so what you're telling me by driving your Tesla is you don't care about child labor. You don't care that they're raping the right. land to well, get I, the, I, the raw minerals to create the batteries the for your vehicle, it, yes. right? And just yeah. so you, you you pretend you're saving the environment, but yet they're raping the land, destroying the land to using child labor, right, and, and other slave labor to get these materials to make it. And by the way, then they once once they once they pull that out, extract that out of the earth, right? Then they put it on a barge, which runs on diesel, and run it off to be refined <laughs> in China, where it's refined poorly, and the worst possible environmental conditions on the planet coming out of the factories in China, but they can't refine it enough, so they put it on another barge running on diesel that goes up to Japan, where they can over to Japan, where they can refine it even better. Then they put it all on another barge and send it over to the United States, 
right? So it can be made into batteries. Boy, I can and see somehow you've done you're your saving the planet by I driving did. your Tesla. I can see you've done your homework more than I did. Now, the two points I want to bring up, guys, if you don't mind. I don't sure. mean to be a downer here, but... You weren't a downer. Now, that was good. No, I'm not talking about that, that comment, these next two comments. Uh, now, you talked about Trump, right, this year, election-wise. Now, mm-hmm. the way I see it, I'm afraid that they're not going to let him be president because if they did all they did in 2020 illegal and to steal the election i don't think they're going to let him back in after they went through all that trouble (laughs) well they they probably think they're not going to let him back in but and they probably will try to kill him i don't know what else they can do they've done everything else but we can't we can't run on fear boss we got to get him elected anyways and and hope hope that he's ahead of fear it's not fear it's just you said you were afraid I'm anticipating so, how they operate, you know? And then you mentioned earlier in the beginning of your show uh, yeah. about the president being a natural-born citizen. Right. You know, I think they're, they found ways around that now, too. All they do is print up fake birth certificates. Look at all those lawsuits filed against Obama right. to get his birth certificate. Tates, I think her name was, she was a lawyer. All those lawsuits, not one of them made a difference. He's... They're getting away with it because the the American people are ignorant. They don't they don't know what a natural born citizen is. And now you got the media redefining it, and nobody's questioning them. But I do write for a you know I write for a I guess you would call it a right wing news place. And eventually, hopefully, you know I do write about it and try to get the word out. But hopefully, it'll start spreading at some point. There's a lot of they're violating the law every day with almost everything they do. They don't, well, who do you write for if you don't mind me asking? What's that? Who do you write for if you don't mind me asking? Redoubt Read News, R-E-D-O-U-B-T. Okay, and I've heard of it. I heard I write, of it. I write, pretty, I write pretty snarky articles. My my goal is to educate you know, people on the right and piss off people on the left, and I think I do a pretty good job <laughs> okay. of it. Well, I, take it both, <laughs> I take it both of you guys are from up in the Oregon area, correct? Well, I, I live in Oregon. I'm from North Carolina originally. I moved here when I was about seven, and I'm going to be 59 next month, so I've been here a while. Well, do you regret moving to Oregon? I mean, they went so far left. Now, it's a beautiful state, state but they went so far left. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I I never did. I loved the state, but I, I you know, Oregon didn't use Oregon didn't used to be like this. Now it's, oh, it's the most Marxist state. In the, the problem is we have 36 counties. I believe it's thirty-six. Yeah, and over thirty of them, over thirty of them vote red every time. So when when we vote, Portland picks everything. Yeah, Portland, and they've got all the purses and freaks there. So yeah, it, how is the far eastern section of Oregon? I believe they border Idaho. That's predominantly uh, uh, conservative, conservative and patriot. Yeah, yeah, and the right. far south, and the far south. And the far yeah. south, yeah, down there yeah. was it Jackson County and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. The geography, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that I, I five quarter. I used to know, I used to know people that lived in Southern Oregon down there in uh, in uh, Jacksonville and what is the other town now? Uh, oh, I can't think of it. Not too far from There's Jackson. Grand Pass and Jackson and Coos Bay and all kinds of places down there. It's beautiful. 
yeah, good people. There's good people all over the state. It's just that uh, you know we got to coalesce and, and 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 get in the fight. So that's you know what Chris is about and I'm about is getting everybody in the fight. You know, in our state, you talk about Oregon didn't used to be this way. Here's sure. a little fiction and fact for you. So Oregon was the first state in the country to do mail-in voting, right? Uh-huh. And when before we had before they started mail-in voting. We had about 66% of the time, you know, two-thirds of the time, we had a Republican governor, which, uh, in my opinion, it's nice that somebody else, you know, slides in that. To me, it's a good balance because, uh, you know, it keeps things, you know, balanced a little bit, right? People, we don't want to go too far to one extreme or whatever. Everybody has to be represented, you know, blah, blah, blah. But so I just thought that was kind of a good balance. But since we've had mail-in voting, guess how many Republican governors we've had? Zero. Probably none. Zero. Zero. Yeah, I figured that. I think. Since, since, 1980, since 1987, we haven't had any Republican governors. And then back then, that was Victor T. And I don't really think he was a Republican. Right. Right. Oregon, is, yeah. Oregon is such a beautiful state, too. I moved here from to West Virginia 14 years ago from the Northeast, outside of uh, New York. Yeah. And, th- okay. and, and thank God this state is hanging in there. You know, we're not... Uh, well, I don't know if we're hanging in there or hanging, but we're we're doing our best for now. And you know, I was going to leave two years ago. I decided to wait five more years and and keep fighting because I have a bunch of grandchildren here. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm still here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be eventually heading to Montana or Wyoming. I do not want to die in Oregon because they have a death tax and they they rob you even when you're dead. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I, I believe it's fifty. Well, yeah, I think it's fifteen percent at a million dollars, which is not a lot. If you have any property, if you own a house, you probably fit into that category nowadays because things have gone up so much. But yeah, wow. I think we're going to take that's... one more break. Chance, it was great talking to you. Okay, guys, thank you. Now enjoy yeah, the day. God bless you. Thanks for calling in. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John, the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, 
and others. Shiroji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiroji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Welcome back folks and we you know I'm filling my name is Chris Brumbles I'm filling in for Maggie Rose who's having some medical issues today hopefully not too bad and we got a great guest guest on today, Don and Don Powers. But before we get back to him, we have a couple calls. So, Char, Charlie from Florida, are you here? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm oh, hanging in there, couple, brother. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of comments about what's going on down there in Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys were talking about that earlier, right? And, uh, I hate to tell you, they're up to no good. Let me tell you, uh, Abbott is called the, the National Guard, right? Uh-huh. You know, we're hearing that the National Guard is stopping the people from, you know, preventing the people and arresting them, right, and taking them into custody, right? Well, yeah, okay. that is going on, but they're driving them down the road. There's people that have filmed this. They're taking them about three miles down the road. They stop their bands. And they're letting them out and turning them over to the federal authorities who are releasing them back into our country. That's what they're doing. So Abbott, it's been a big fake. He's faking yeah. this out here. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me a bit. Uh, yeah. Have you witnessed this so, yourself? You just got people I'm telling you. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Oh, I said, have you, <clears throat> excuse me, I got my voice isn't too good today. Are, are you, have you witnessed this firsthand? I've seen videos of it, yeah, on the. Okay, okay. Yeah. I haven't, I'm not down at the border, I'm in Florida, but I've seen the no, videos I t- I t- of it. I tell you what, I tell you how we solve this, call out the militia. We'll take care of it. Yeah, no, that's it, what we'll, we need to do. We need to bring our, they're trying to outlaw the state militias in California, you know. Yeah, um, they can try all they want, it's in the Constitution. <laughs> It's, yeah, right. They, they, yeah. they already tried that here. They passed this law, a paramilitary law, saying that if you gather two or more people with guns and you have a pecking order, like a captain or you know somebody 
pecking order, then the other side can sue you. But they excluded BLM. I call them Black Lives Matter. And they excluded Antifa <laughs> because they claimed that Antifa and BLM are not an organization. They're just an idea. Well, that right. idea was police stations and attacking people and beat people up. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. I th- well, but you're absolutely right. we got to go back to militias or something. Otherwise, our country's gone. Well, uh, you know. By our, the way, I want to comment about what's going on in Iowa on the primary up there, too. There's something. The Democrats sure. are claiming they're going to, uh, according to Breitbart News, they're trying to pack as many Democrats into that Republican uh, convention up there in Iowa, and they're going and they're uh, they're they're going to try to push as many votes away from Trump into for Nikki Haley. Yeah, well, well, don't think it's I don't just think that's going to happen. Don't think well, it's yeah, just they're the not going to get enough of them. I don't think they're not going to get enough. And I tell you, I hate to disagree with your guest, but I can't support. Johnson, Mike Johnson, not after what he's, his views on Israel are just too extreme for me. I can't support any country that supports Israel right now. I won't do it. Oh, sorry to hear that. Especially what's going on over in Gaza. I just get, Israel's shown itself to be what it really is, a terrorist nation, really. And I can't, I can't support that. No way. Well, you have a right to your that's all I wanted to say. I'll let you guys go unless you had something else you wanted to comment on. All right, thanks for calling in, Charlie. Now we have a yeah. we have another man on the phone, Mike from Kentucky. Is Mike here? I think you can hear me now. I just heard that sonic gate, as I've heard it called. They got put on, <laughs> and you're coming in five by five. I don't know why he couldn't hear you. You're you're clear okay. clear five by five on the air. Well, so, maybe this is far. It could have been. He was. I've, I've had that happen a bunch where I'll be talking to somebody and they get all choppy and they can hear me just fine. So. Uh, you know, they want to go after Trump, or they're trying to, under 14th Amendment sedition stuff. And you guys brought up that, you know, kind of anchor baby concept. Did y'all lo- ever look into much of the history of the 14th Amendment and how it's never been adjudicated? They've never took it to court. That's right. To fight it out over all these states that unratified it because, you know, the federal government, I guess, after Lincoln was assassinated or somewhere in there, you know, I think President Johnson would not would not sign it. Mm-hmm. So the Congress transmitted an order to the Secretary of State to declare that it was ratified, even though, like, New Jersey and I think there was a couple of northern states that rescinded their ratification. Right. And uh, right. Kentucky didn't even re-ratify it until 1976. But Ohio apparently was not even officially legally a state. They had to file in 1953 to become admitted to the Union. It's kind of a funny story, but if anybody wants to look that one up. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, so I have to wonder. Ohio and New Jersey ratified it. I mean, they rescinded, right? They, they ratified it, but they rescinded. Louisiana Or at least they tried to rescind. They tried to rescind the ratification of it anyway. Well, they wouldn't recognize it, but that's never been tried in court. And uh, some huge number of states did that uh, because they were given a military occupation government after the war between the states, and they were told, look, you ratify the 14th Amendment or you're not going to have any representation in Washington. So (laughs) it was under duress that they ratified it. But the point being is they're going after Trump because of this. It's never been adjudicated. The validity of the 14th Amendment, I think, could be struck down. That would solve 
several problems, wouldn't it? I mean, you'd, you'd end up... Well, well first of all, the only, way to, the only way to legally go after Trump, if you you got to read the whole Constitution, is yeah. if he... If he for things that he did in office is if he had been impeached and it would have been successful, then they could go after him. They can't say they can't go after him for crimes. He committed there after, at least not that I know of. If somebody wants to prove me wrong, I'd be glad to listen to it, but I don't think you're going to. He, well, he, he, was, he, he was impeached twice on this same stuff. This is kind of like, <clears throat> you know, they, they're just, they're throwing things out there. See what will stick on the wall, but yeah, how's they're doing? Yeah, yeah, this the is public voting. doesn't know the law. The public doesn't study the law, so they get told what to think from the boob tube and their internet, you know, right? Or, or their favorite gurus, you know. But no, the, I was just thinking that would solve some several problems with one stone, you know, if they could uh, hang up the Fourteenth Amendment like they did Roe versus Wade. <laughs> yeah, to the Supreme well, Court because it was never tried. It was never adjudicated. None of those uh, states that rescinded their ratification. And all the states that were forced to ratify it, that's under duress, right? So, either way, but yeah, Trump's never been charged with insurrection or no. fomenting insurrection because he no. didn't. Some of his handlers might have actually been involved in doing it, but there was all kinds of undercover people. I mean, provocateurs. Well, let's, let's just get this straight. There was no insurrection. It's all fake media media lies and, and politic- political lies. This is this is yeah. attempt to steal another election. That's what it is. Well, didn't they let well, the one that, guy out of jail that they have on videotape saying we got to go in the building for two days? He was trying to get people to go in the building. He's the insurrectionist, and he wasn't trying yeah, to get insurrection. Ray Epps. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think you're, I think the politicians are the insurrectionists here, especially the Democrats. <laughs> so well, we now, got another guy calling, seen, so I'm gonna have to let you go, Mike. We got a guy. Okay, but we have one our, last question: Have you seen the video where somebody says there was a pile of evidence that? Trump's people submitted to the Senate. I've never seen that. Did it get destroyed? I, I have. Not, I have not seen that yet. Have you not done with them? There, there is All a right. good film out. There are a couple of good films. You know, the one we're showing on the nineteenth, of course. Let, let my people go. But there's also another one uh, out, which uh, it's a timeline, and yeah. it does a really good job. If you haven't seen that one, you might want to check that one out. It does a good job of showing things that are happening. You know, in yeah. parallel All at this said, moment I'm not in time. Trump. I'm not pro Trump, but as all that said, it's a circus. Thanks. <laughs> well, thanks. It was good talking to you, Mike. We gotta we gotta bring Art from Georgia on the line, but you have a good rest of your day. And we're getting this will probably be the last caller because we've got not very much time left, about fourteen, sixteen minutes. <clears throat> so God bless. Art Art, are you here from Georgia? Yes, sir, I am. Yes, sir. What can we do for you? All right, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Now, I am a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. I believe that you don't need permits, you don't need permission, and you don't need any kind of regulation to exercise a right. Nor That's do you right. need a license to exercise a right. But my That's problem right. with the militia, I have one problem with the militia, and that okay. is no militia. And I've been all around this country. I've spent 33 years of my life traveling this country. I'm 61. I'll be 61 in a couple of weeks. And I've been all around this country, 33 years traveling this country, talking with different militia groups at various gun shows all around the country, and they all have one flaw. None of them will allow felons to join up with their militia. This is a problem. 
It is a problem. And I'm here to tell you something. I would much rather have a convicted murderer in a foxhole with me than some snot-nosed 21-year-old punk who's never fought a day in his life. Yeah. Well, I've had arguments with my county commissioners. I've had arguments with rep- with senators about this, and they they like to throw. I, I I look at it like this: if if you if somebody goes to prison, you're supposed to rehabilitate them, right? So you you're going to hold that against them for the rest of their life. Exactly. Well, is it the or not? If you can't rehabilitate them, hang them. <laughs> well, the whole point, right, is you're supposed to be paying your debt to society. If they've been released, they have theoretically paid their debt to society. Their Absolutely. their debt, therefore, being you know uh, being uh, paid. So they should no longer be penalized for for that because that debt has been paid. So you move on, right? Yes, sir. And that's the argument that I use all the time with people: is if you've already been to prison, you've served your time, you got out early, good behavior, whatever, you're out, you're done. No probation, no parole. You've done your time. You've served your debt. You've paid society back for the harm that you caused. Your real rights should automatically be reinstated without any question. But yet, for some reason, politicians don't seem to see it this way. And until we well, the Democrats do up, actually. What the Democrats actually do, what they're doing, especially here in Oregon, I can't speak for all over the country, but I'm sure that you know we are the, the, the trial ground for all of this type of stuff, the petri dish for it, is the governor right here in Oregon right now, they're trying to, to allow current felons, like that people are actually in jail, they're prisoners, to be able to vote. Um, and then uh, before our, our uh, governor took over, our previous governor, before she left on her way out the door, she opened the doors and let out thousands of violent criminals and set them free. So – um, I think that's a little bit okay. different than paying their debt to society. But I mean, they, there is, there is, you know, we always have to be thinking a little bit wider and a little bit deeper as to what the other side is doing and why they're doing it. You know, a lot of people say, well, why would they do that? And like, yeah, exactly. Why think, ask that question. If you were them and you had nefarious intentions, why would, why would this be helpful? Because believe me, they don't do anything by accident, right? They're not making mistakes. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you, the problem is the, you know, like I said before, we don't elect kings and they think they're kings. And if they would just read the Second Amendment and know what it means, they would know they can't take your guns. The only time they can take your guns is while you're in prison. And, you know, back in the old days, they used to arrest people. And on the way out, they'd hand them their horse and their guns. And a lot of them became sheriffs. <laughs> so they were, you know, they paid their debt to society and they, they get their rights back. Yep. So anyways. That's how it ought to be. Yes, sir. I, right, I agree. Thanks, Thank you for calling. And you know, before we end this, it's coming. We're, we're getting close to the end here, Don. I, I wanted to bring up. You know, last year elected employees <clears throat> couldn't raise taxes without Republicans. So what did they do? They passed 185 fee increases, totaling 40 million dollars in tax increases. It doesn't matter what you call it. A fee is still a tax, right? So. Yeah. Now, Kotex, I call her Kotex. It's Kotex. She's pushing, or that's our governor she, here in Oregon. She's pushing a $3 billion in tax increases. <clears throat> it happens every year, and we see our state plummet <clears throat> the more we are plundered. Our schools are now 50th at, in the nation. Huh? 
Yeah, 15th Nation. I mean, and every time they want to put a new one of these taxes on us, they tell you, well, it's for the kids because we're going to, you know, we can, it's for the schools because, you know, and if you don't vote for this, well, you just don't care about our kids. And they've been doing that since I was in, you know, like grade school, if I remember right. I remember when we first moved to Northern California, there was a Prop 13 or something being passed property tax. And that was, they had the schools, the schools, the schools. And I've never forgotten that. And now as an adult, I see that happening every single time to this day, 40 years later, they're still doing this crap right and you know one of the taxes she wants to raise is gas tax now we just we just got an increase five percent increase in gas tax which i believe is one of the highest in the nation already along with income tax payroll tax blah 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 and january 1st and she wants to do it again well the electricity you see what i mean the electricity just went up like 19 percent so there's there's a plan here what people need to to look at all the things that we're talking about these things are, are the are the fruit of 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 the of the issue right the root of what's happening is what we really need to look at this the root of what's happening there's a plan here then another tax for example they're trying to put on us right now they're trying to trying to get oregon department of transportation odot is trying to put in tolls right all over the you know right now they're starting here in clackamas county and 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 around the portland metro area but their plans if you look at their plans it's going to expand all over the state they they, they got it planned all over the place oh yeah that's that's another tax that's extremely expensive, first of all. And second of all, we've already paid for these roads. So what are they going to with this tax? 40, 50 years ago, man. Yes, I mean, exactly. So they're trying to say some interest. You know, it's 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 garbage what they try to tell you. And what you have to understand is, like, they're trying to say that ODOT doesn't have, you know, any money. I mean, they need to do this to build revenue. Well, if you go to ODOT's website and you actually look at their financials, you'll see that they actually raised more money this year than, than, than ever. So right. it's not – so that's not the truth. It's like – Look, the government in general is just too damn big and spends too much money. We've got to stop giving them, you know, government can't do anything, right. you know, with money, be, you know, bec- until they take it from somebody. Right? Well, they, 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 uh, they produce nothing. They just steal is what they are. Well, and steal, that's what socialism stuff, is, even right? if done by govern, government. I don't care what anybody says. Well, that's exactly what socialism is, right? It takes it. It builds nothing. It destroys. Right. And in order to destroy what it destroys is it destroys the old. Right. The existing, yep. right? And that's the essence of it. It's destruction. So when they talk about build back better, you know, basically what they're saying is it's socialism, right? So destroy what exists to build something else, right? Build and what they want better. is socialism. <laughs> At the end of the day, it destroys everything in its path. That's what it does, Absolutely. right? Right. Absolutely. It, it exhausts itself in, 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 in destruction of – it destroys what already exists, and that's their goal. We look – Look at this tax with 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 uh, the, you know with this toll tax that's, that's coming on. They're just going to try to implement it without you know. There's a big movement here in the state right now. People should get out and, and sign that petition for for vote for <coughs> tolls. We're just trying to say, hey, you need to ask us before you just start spending all this money to build these roads and these tolls. But it's, right. it's a control mechanism, right? Yes. Look, yes. They, they raise the price on gas, and what does that do? That ticks you off. They want to put you on public transport transportation. They really. I mean, listen. Look at look. Listen well, to they've, they, they've admitted that the reason they're doing all this and the tolls and everything is to get us out of our cars. Right. So they don't and, have and that authority. Don't it, and we don't want <laughs> it. Right. I've testified uh, in Wilsonville at one of the meetings they had. And I said, look, I have from where I live. 
there's there's a there's a train that goes from wash from uh not washington excuse me it goes from uh, wilsonville to taggart and on right and it's one of the you know the trimet you know trains whatever and i i get caught by that thing because i go back and forth right there several times a day so i'm stopped at a, at the light because you know the train's going by there's probably 15 cars on my side of the train and you look across the other side there's 10 12 whatever on the other side we're all sitting there quote idling right while the damn train goes by and there's one person on it and i'm not exaggerating there's times when i don't see anybody on it and one time i actually saw four people on it so it was a really efficient day for them but it's absurd right so what what does that tell you and this is what i testifies it tells you that we don't want it because if we wanted it that train would be full but we don't want it we want our freedom we want to be able to go about our country unhindered as the constitution states that we're supposed to and we are allowed to do we want to travel about our country and our state unencumbered by the government and this is just yes. another control mechanism for what they really want so down here the road they- in columbia county we have this thing this bus called colco and that was put in so that people without cars mainly old people could get around and they, you know, when they when they gave all them bailouts when Obozo was in, they they got something like three, I don't know how many hundreds, I don't know how many millions, or twenty million, twenty five million, I don't know, a lot of money, and they, and they, you know, they bought some land, they made a great big parking lot, and they put a whole bunch of those buses in, and I've never seen one of those all more than two or three people, and anything you got to subsidize is a bad idea, <laughs> so let's get rid of that, let's get rid of you know electric cars let's get rid of all that <clears throat> yeah exactly that's that's the key point right is is when they have to subsidize it another great example i don't know the exact numbers but we look at these windmills to trying to put off the, the oregon coast right oh, and windmills are a horrible idea what people yes. don't realize you know each one of those things has like 80 gallons of oil in them right and mm-hmm. and people don't realize do you know what those giant blades are made of carbon fiber hello they're carbon so you know what carbon is? The carbon emissions, hello, right? And so they're made out of carbon. And when, when the windmills fail, and they do, right, yeah. you know what they do with those sand blades? They bury them in the ground somewhere because they're not biodegradable. So they just go to a big, big graveyard of, of, these, of these windmill blades that are 300 feet long. <clears throat> not to mention the fact that we're making China rich because I believe China's the one who makes them. In, and I've even heard rumors, these, these ones that are trying to put off the coast, that China gets the money for, for all the electric generated. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. But, uh, boy, there's a lot of controversy going on around that. And, uh, yes. Smith and his, uh, his uh, kind of dealings in that area. There's some people who are very upset with what's going on with that. So that that's going to be a story that's going to really uh, continue for uh, a while right now because people are all over that thing. There's a gentleman, Rob Taylor, is all about it. And he's he's a lot of people. Absolutely. A lot of people upset with then that. You got, uh, got coward yeah. traders like David Brock Smith, yep. you know, writing, writing them bills to make it possible and helping them. Yeah, and then trying to – you know what it is? It's, it's, it, there's, there's a thing called wrong think, right? It's this idea that if you talk to Brock Smith about it, well, they were going to do it anyway, so at least we got something out of it. So I wrote this so that you know, it would cause them to, to hesitate or to stall or to give, you know, to give some pause to it. Or yeah. um, he'll say that uh, with other bills, it's just like, well, we got you – know, they were going to pass it anyway, so you know, if, if we, uh, we got on board, at least you know, $1.2 million went to our, my district for the homeless – like, yeah, the homeless, the homeless industrial complex. So what basically happened was you sold out your district and the 
state for $1.2 million for a district to go into homelessness, which means all those Democrat leftist communist organizations, right, that are supporting that industrial complex, they all got – so the Democrats basically took money from the taxpayers, giving it to a bunch of organizations that are going to turn around and donate it back to their campaigns. Like some places would, would call that laundering. Yeah. Well, Don, we got about two minutes left. Two, two or hey, we did it. Left. And I was, yeah, not yet. I'm, I'm going to ask <laughs> you to put out all the information about the film again that everybody, I think, needs to go watch and, and you know, some closing thoughts. Yeah, thank you. Um, the film, yeah, again, it's it's, um, it's the filmmakers David Clements, Professor David Clements, and uh, he is going to be present for the showing of the film in uh, Sherwood here for this coming Friday, the 19th. Starts at 6.30. It's going to be at the Sherwood Center for the Arts here in Sherwood, Oregon. Uh, great event. There's going to be a VIP time where people can come back and meet with him. If you if you purchase a VIP ticket, um, you can come back and meet with him and talk with him and mingle for a little while with him. And one of the producers, Joe Oltman, is going to be there. Then we'll show the film, and, and then they're going to take uh, questions and answers from from the audience, which will be kind of you know really dynamic and a lot of fun. So it's going to be a great event. You can go to uh, Eventbrite. That's E-V-E-N-T. B-R-I-T-E for Bright, eventbright.com. And just do a quick search on Let My People Go, and you can pick up your tickets there. Yep. And uh, please come out and catch the film. It's it's really great. It'll be a great time with a lot of uh, like-minded people. I think you'll get a lot of information out of it and give you a good defensible position when speaking about it to others. Absolutely. Please, fellas, let's go out there. People, let's get out there and watch this movie and fill up the room and i want to thank you don for coming on today you you were awesome man <laughs> Thanks, brother. And- <laughs> i just want people to understand you know you said closing thoughts is like look we are in a battle for the soul of our country right now don't think yes. that there's anything less going on the socialists their whole object uh, the objective of socialism is communism and they're doing it right under your nose put a stop to it and what it takes really it's it's not as complicated as we make it seem it just takes mass non-compliance it's simply that's right you know, 400 people showing up at a school board meeting and say yeah you know what we're not doing this and it's over you know right. that's all it takes. I, it's that simple i'd like to put a couple of bible quotes out there that i live by x 529 says we ought to obey god rather than man and first corinthians seven twenty three says we are you are bought and paid for with a price do not be the servants of men. You always obey God laws, God's laws over man's laws. If man, if man's laws violate God's law, then they're not law. Amen. And people need to realize that. And I think that we're just about time's just about up now. But I don't hear no music. <laughs> so <laughs> well, remember that, remember that you know. There we go. There it is. Yes, the men, not the gift of government. Man, keep fighting. God bless everybody. And thank you, Don, again. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you very much. Keep up the fight. All right. Be good. I'll see, see you on soon. Friday. We want this country back. We ain't just joking, Jack. We want our liberty and our dignity and our freedoms and our rights restored. We want this country back. Cause
is right and our victory's on the way and we won't give up the fight till we hear 200 million corporate media dominates the american opinion finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult with the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties as a listener of rbn no one understands this concept better than you Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 